0: Welcome to a uh, staff member here on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, now that we're on in cities all over America, coast to coast, top, honored. Top to honored, humbled, uh, th- this particular person is a native Californian, uh, uh, where Easter is not a thing for most people, and you don't hear that much about it, how well, uh, certainly Good Friday is not and Good Friday is not yeah. um, how in much of the country it is a huge deal, mm-hmm. Easter and Good Friday um noticed uh yesterday i was going to a grocery store that is open all day on sunday with regular hours where i grew up and when i grew up unimaginable oh yeah that it would be open regular hours on easter sunday Mm -hmm. just not not a thing no nothing was open no of course not um so depends where you live but anyway happy good friday is that the correct term Uh, uh no what do you
1: say? You can say whatever you want, but that, well, that would be you. an interesting thing. Thank st- you
2: for That's, honoring uh...
1: my First Amendment rights. <laughs> I d I don't there's no official thing. It's uh Well, I don't want to be could... offensive. I don't think it's offensive. I'm wearing
0: Easter clothes. I'm wearing pastels.
1: It, okay. Is that was that in the Bible? I don't know. <laughs> I, I do. <laughs> the Bible <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to read the NIV version. It might
0: be in the NIV version
1: of the Bible. <laughs> And then they donned pastels to celebrate the resurrection. I'm pretty sure it's not in there.
0: Came across this from The Hill, an opinion piece by a woman called Kristen Tate. He says that to sound more sophisticated. The sheer size (laughs) of our government workforce is an alarming problem. Oh, boy. We've been talking about this for a while, uh, like our whole careers. But some of the numbers are astounding. Walmart, which is everywhere... There ain't a place you're listening right now where you ain't got at least one Walmart. I mean, I come from the smallest of small towns in the middle of nowhere, and there's a Walmart within driving distance. And a Walmart
1: ain't a Starbucks either. They've got thousands of employees. Right. They're huge. They're teeming with humans.
0: Walmart has a presence in communities of all shapes and sizes, is the largest private employer in the country with one and a half million workers. But that number is dwarfed by the number who rely on the federal government for their paychecks. The federal government employs 9.1 million workers. Wow. Walmart, biggest private employer in the country, 1.5. The federal government, we're just talking federal. We're going to add in state and local in a little bit. Oh, that's exciting. Other people on the government dime. Right. Uh, 9.1 million federal workers comprising nearly 6% of total employment in the United States. That's 2.1 million federal employees, 4.1 million contract employees, 1.2 million grant employees, 1.3 million active-duty military personnel, more than half a million postal service employees. Uh, Now, many of these people are uh, high-quality workers who provide necessary and worthwhile services, of course. Absolutely true. However, there are valid economic reasons to be concerned by the sheer size of the public sector workforce. Government employee operates... Government employment operates separately from market forces and causes a disconnect from the economy, which I think we all understand or should. Mm -hmm. During downturns, many businesses have to pull back on operations or payroll. But since Washington is the power of taxation and printing dollars, there's no incentive for tightening its belt beyond vapid election year promises. Uh, Federal workers often enjoy pay and benefits that the private sector workers can only dream of. God, this gets to me yesterday. Somebody was talking about the Mueller report and this and that and FBI and degraded public employees and people who get into public service and are now being how many people that work for the government got into it because they want to serve the public. Or did you know that's the best job out there for you? You're going to make the most money. You're going to have the most security. Right. As a percentage, I'm thinking it's like 98 to 2. Yes. It was just the best gig out there. Mm-hmm. It pays better, and you can't get fired. It's a, Quit talking about the whole public service crap. That's a load of crap. I would agree. But it gets stated all the time. People who got into public service are now being denigrated. Public service, my hiney. Listen to some of these stats. For example... Federal employees receive pay that is 17% higher on average than private sector employees who perform comparable work, even though they work 12% fewer hours on average. Meanwhile, federal, federal workers face a 0.2% chance of getting fired in any given year. One-fifth of one percent. You're going to hate the way this is worded. More than 40 times 45 times lower
1: than their private sector counterparts. Don't express a fraction as a multiple. Disgusts me. But but
0: the point remaining, it's not even close. You basically can't. You you make more money. You work less hours. Better benefits. I don't think this even includes the fact that in many cases you're going to get health care for the rest of your life and a pension, which does not exist in the private sector. I don't think they're factoring that in. And you can't get fired. I mean, right. so public service—you got into. I just want to serve the public. I'm taking a cut and pay, and I'm working hard
1: to serve the public.
0: And I'm s- not. I'm not mad at you. But, but let's just call it what it is.
1: Oh no, I don't. I'm not denigrating any uh, individuals no, unless they're I doing wish a crappy job, and and a lot of them are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's keep in mind also that government doesn't reward success in most cases. Uh, it rewards failure uh, on a uh, departmental level. Anyway, you get a bigger budget. It's all about turf. It's all about. Keeping your money and your power so it grows and grows and uh, Lest this not be tossed out during the discussion The fact that the government itself has become one of the most if not the most Powerful lobby of government That is a perversion that the, the republic cannot stand the government itself Is the only thing the government answers to sure the government class that's dangerous as this woman, freaking Putin isn't dangerous compared to that,
0: as, as this woman mentioned, there's no market forces or anything. I mean, if times get tough or your department's not doing well, there's just there's no market forces to handle that whatsoever. Right. Um. Uh, and I had another point. Well, in the point?
1: public employee unions, which are just a blight on a democracy, they are a dangerous, dangerous thing.
0: Oh, we were talking to somebody who's a manager in an in, 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 in
1: this Hmm. hmm. <sighs> totally lost the thread. Just speaking for myself,
0: I've eaten so many of those chocolate eggs <laughs> that my mouth is all gummed up. <laughs> I'm just popping. Well, you those got eggs. your
1: cheeks stuffed full of them, right? Yeah. Now. No, I'm trying to so talk ridiculous. My, look,
0: trying to talk with my cheeks bulging it's with those chocolate. Terrible. Those like those a six year old ch- chocolate eggs. <laughs> well, what are you, What are you trying to tell us there, God? How am I going to stave away from those this weekend? The house is full of them as we're getting ready to set them out in the, for the the kids with the Easter Bunny coming. Willpower. Uh, so, Set a limit. Yeah. It's it's one of those weird things about willpower in that I would mm-hmm. never, under any circumstances, go to the store and buy some. <laughs> right. But if there's a big bag of them there on the counter, hey, you pop a couple every time you walk by. It's, it ain't going to add up to much other than maybe two pounds at the end of the day. Um, Back to the government employee thing. Yes. We were talking to a manager in a private sector industry the other day, that I will keep vague, okay. who was saying that the current conditions, they're just going to have to learn to work harder for a lot less money. Mm-hmm. Does that ever happen in government where people have to work? You now have to work harder and you're going to get less money for it.
1: That and we've ever already happened? fired 30% of your departmental employees. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're already doing a job and a half to two jobs. Hey, folks, we got to go even leaner. You're going to do war, more work for less money. Those words have never been spoken in the halls of government. So in federal government, pay is 17% Except higher. Except perhaps in the military.
0: Pay is 17% higher, 12% fewer hours. You, then you add in the benefits, health care, all the other stuff that comes with a lot of these jobs. And you can't get fired uh, compared to the very real likelihood. In fact, almost certainty, certainty in the modern age with you talk about people switching jobs and everything like right. that you're not going to be able to stay in that job while full-time federal employee compensation and benefits are above market at least these figures are relatively transparent and accountable um and then you get into all the contract stuff where there's really no transparency on that and that's a growing field the contract government federal government contract jobs mm-hmm. that we don't pay any attention to so it kind of it, it, it just it just goes away there's even less market force Uh, When you factor in state and local governments, which together employ 7.4 million workers, the entire government workforce, as a share of total employment in the nation now, sits at more than 18%. 18% of people are in a government job. Wow. And all of them are very difficult to get fired in.
1: I wonder if there's a, well, I know there's not, but I I wish there were a generally agreed upon tipping point Where, you know, smart economists and philosophers agree that, yeah, once you get to this percentage, uh, because of the concentration of power, the people really don't have a say anymore. Um, We've got to be close to it, past it, or almost at it. Because, again, the employee unions and the government itself, they just, they resist any effort, any, I mean, look at the, the Tea Party movement, which in spite of what you've heard on MSNBC, where they lie all the time, was a movement about smaller government. Smaller government, lower taxes, less regulation, that sort of thing. Um, and it, it was one of the bigger social movements to come along in the last 50 years. Got a bunch of Congress people elected and went, <clears throat> in terms of accomplishing its goals, which were to oppose what you just described. So, I, you know, and listen, I don't mean to be dis- discouraging. It's Friday and the rest of it, and, and life is still good, and a kiss is still a kiss. But And chocolate bunnies are still mm-hmm. chocolate bunnies. Yes. The uh, solid kind or the hollow kind. Right, right. Um, uh, but I think we're in a hell of a spot, and, and people don't... And, uh, I'm sorry, you know, people in general are asking for more and more government. So... That's where we're going, man. We got that going. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I'll stop. Okay.
0: Got this text. I'll just let you know. I knew I knew we'd get this. Jack, Easter isn't about chocolate eggs, etc., etc. Right. It's about marshmallow peeps. Wasn't I, I still have never had a peep. Saw so them in the store the other day. I don't know what a peep tastes
1: like. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> they look disgusting. They they're, are. They're the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong and Getty, the
1: conscience of the nation.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show, the footprints of my He texted, I'm
0: a full-on adult, and just hearing the term hollow chocolate bunny still gives me sadness.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. I, uh, in my formative chocolate-eating years, <laughs> I, I, I was gifted with a solid bunny or two and came to expect that all chocolate bunnies would be solid, and then the chocolate bunny trend began, and... It's difficult to even describe my disappointment.
0: I don't know if my kids see. I don't know cuz you're right. If you ever have the solid bunny,
1: then the, the the hollow one is always you're just a disappointment. Well, it's fraudulent. I mean, the amount of chocolate is is not the question. You're presented with something that appears to be a chocolate bunny, and in fact, it's an air bunny <laughs> coated with a thin veneer of chocolate. Well, It's a Trojan bunny and hidden inside is disappointment. <laughs> Drop the mic. Oh, God. Beautiful. Um, We wish you a most respectful good Friday and Easter weekend to all of our friends. I'm
0: feeling extra guilt about Easter and and my parenting and everything this year more than ever for some reason. Maybe I'll talk about that later. Or maybe I won't. Just, you know, why portray myself as a bad parent? Is that a good way to uh, get ratings? I'm sure it's fine. Go ahead and say it. (laughs) You pipe down. (laughs) Um. Anyway, so uh, Jimmy Kimmel Kimmel does this thing called unnecessary censorship, which we've been airing for years. Always makes me incredibly uncomfortable, and
1: I'm afraid we're going to lose our job. Here's the point. They bleep out words that are innocent. There are no dirty words said. If you hear something, and sometimes
0: it's (laughs) filthy, if you hear something dirty, it's your own sick mind. You need to take a look in the mirror, really, because nothing bad was actually said.
1: On the other hand, this is very, very funny. Unnecessary censorship.
2: So the president has the right to f- any of us at any moment. He showed his right, his constitutional right, by f***ing Jim Comey. He could have f***ed Mueller. He could have f***ed McGann, Sessions, and Conway. He didn't do that. I'll never f*** you, I promise. That'll never happen. <laughs> those other 18 uh, individuals that but Bob Kraft, we certainly wouldn't be having this conversation and no one would be looking at those videos. Okay, so if you ever wanted to eat con- for breakfast, <laughs> One way you can volunteer is by being a boat host the requirements, well, that you like to fish, and you have a f-ing boat.
1: <laughs> there you go, a fishing boat. That is That's the funniest one ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then you have a fishing boat. Oh, oh. Wow. Oh, my God. Mm. Now, I heard some pretty filthy things in there, which means I have <laughs> you, a problem.
1: You do have a problem.
2: Being yeah. a boat host, the requirements, well, that you like to fish, and you have a f-ing boat.
1: <laughs> 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 oh, that so works. That so works. That's something. I love that. So, uh, listen, we are going to hit a couple of the key points of the Mueller report in the response. Trump
0: comes this off morning. as very Trumpy in the Mueller report at various times. Listen, not i not sa- shocking to me, just as the way he is uh, appears to be on well, the surface.
1: You know what? Last hour I said I would present my open and shut uh, analysis of the uh, obstruction of justice stuff. Mm. And I think I have time now. And it's as a, a criminal, <laughs> as a
0: prosecutable criminal thing or as a political thing? Because uh, nothing's up in short politically,
1: obviously. Well, I'll do both if you want. I think politically speaking, it's all so baked in, it really won't change anybody's minds. Um, what we know at this point, which we'll get to in a second or two. Unless it is just, like I said before, Trump fatigue. People just think we need something new. This is making me crazy. Uh, cause, you know, let's face it, it's all been very volatile and heated. But in terms of the, uh, the legal or impeachable, which I realize is politics, not law, but, um, obstruction of justice thing, it, it is, and I sound like I'm tooting my own horn here because I am, it's exactly as I guessed it would be. It would be a guy angry and frustrated at an investigation of something that didn't happen, which was hamstringing his presidency, who was unfamiliar with the levers and the proper use of the levers of presidential power. So he was ranting and raving and huffing and puffing and demanding and suggesting things to his people, Don McGahn, among others, the White House counsel, uh, uh, Jeff Holder, um, uh, the new guy, what's his name? Oops. Sessions? Uh, oh, Sessions. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Jeff Holder. I just combined Jeff Sessions and Eric Holder. How should, dare you! But take Dr. Frankenstein at least. Um, but anyway, so he's huffing and puffing and demanding things. I would put it asking or, or suggesting bad ideas and his senior staff said that's a bad idea we can't do that and he said okay that's it we ought to fire Mueller." and his white house counsel said no we shouldn't and and we probably can't at least not for this reason and he said okay
2: it's just that's not much more on that to come. What's coming up in your news, Marshal? Indeed, the battle over the Mueller report far from over. North Korea's got a new weapon, and we've got the latest Ooh, for you on I want to hear that. we yeah. got
1: a bigger button.
2: And the new Uber app that indeed could save your life. Coming up.
0: An Uber app that's going to save my life. Can't even imagine what that is. I guess I'll have to stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Today's headline is Trump tiptoed on edge of obstruction.
1: I, think, I don't think that's unfair. I think
0: they're going to haul Mueller up there, and they're going to Mueller a- haulers, and they're going to ask him, <laughs> and he's going to say. And They're going to ask the questions in such a way to get him to say that if it were a regular person doing the same thing, he would have charged him with obstruction of justice, and that's going to be the big political story they run with up till election. I think that's what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, to to no effect would be my guess. I don't honestly. know.
0: You don't have to move many people. You know, if it affected a percentage in a close election, but yeah, I don't think it'll move a lot of people. It's Depends not like who runs. I don't <laughs> think it would be an <laughs> yeah. oh my god, you know, polls shift dramatically. Right.
1: Hey, quick note. According to um, one of our beloved listeners, uh, Kate Smith sang the song we were talking about earlier with a black man named Paul Roberson, and it was definitely a criticism of racism. But now sounds racist, or if you miss the irony, it, it sounds racist. And so they've banned her version, Kate Smith's version, of God Bless America from Yankee Stadium. And the Yankees organization is probably thinking, we don't need the headache. Yeah, we understand. Sure. You're right. And but that doesn't matter.
0: But the, the only part that matters it, it is... It does
1: matter when you kowtow to, to angry idiots. But
0: the, the, the part that matters is how far are we going to go with this... Right. This presentism, you know. Right. In England, they took down their most beloved poem. They have a national poem they were all proud of by Kipling. Which is great. Because he said favorable things about colonialism, they've taken that down from monuments. It,
1: and, in, in Oxford, took it down? Or your, one of your big... Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: But it's off of monuments and no longer recited in schools and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Stupid But anyway, let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips.
2: Well, the question is, what does Congress do now? It's up to Congress to decide what to do with special counsel Robert Mueller's findings about President Trump. Former Congressman Trey Gowdy says he knows what they're going to do. They're going to investigate. Democrats will not move on. You're going to have Schiff. By the way, he's not done with collusion. His political future depends upon there being collusion. He's going to go look into that. And, of course, Nadler and the rest of them are going to go look at obstruction of justice. So it's going to last for two years. It will not be bipartisan. Oh, boy. There's something to look forward to. Speaking to Jerry Nadler, the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, he's just issued a subpoena for the full unredacted Mueller report, and he wants it by May 1st.
0: But when he was asked about impeachment yesterday, he said, we're not there yet. So did Schiff. Yeah. Now, the number two behind, uh, what do you call the person behind uh, Nancy Pelosi?
1: The, uh, the the major, majority, majority leader? Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. Yeah. Uh, Steny Hoyer said, no, we need to move on to other issues. He actually said, move on from oh, impeachment yeah, right. to other issues. Well, so you're 18 months away from an election. So your leadership is not as enthusiastic about this whole impeachment talk as the media is, and OA- AOC and some of the other right. presidential candidates. A bunch of the presidential candidates talked about impeachment yesterday. But, you know, it is as Barack Obama once called it, silly season, so...
1: Of course, it's silly season now all the time. year
2: Yep. Meanwhile, Republicans were saying it was time to move on from what House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy called the Democrats' effort to, quote, vilify a political opponent. He also said the report didn't deliver what he called the imaginary evidence incriminating Trump that he said the Democrats were hoping for. Trump's advisor, Kellyanne Conway, pretty much echoing that statement. His greatest rebuttal will be he's in office, he's going to remain in office, and he'll get reelected, Because the Democrats have nothing. They banked everything on this. So the back and forth continues. I think, well, I don't think
0: I I know. She's almost stated that out loud. Nancy Pelosi, for instance, she's worried about what Kellyanne Conway just said. Look, if we bank on impeachment and running this guy out of the office that way, we're going to miss our chance to win an election. Let's focus on things we can do right. for people and legislation and good arguments and that sort of stuff. But I don't know if she can. She certainly can't control the media.
1: No. Uh, although, and this is a good study of how politics actually works. Nancy's marching orders to her people when they're home in their districts, which is now, is kitchen table issues, as they're called. Let's talk drug prices. Let's talk health care. Right. Let's talk jobs and, and, and that sort of thing and and she's right and that's smart simultaneously though you've got the the whipping up the base part of the party and Schiff and and Nadler are, are working that angle trying to keep people hot to trot and angry so right. they keep donating money and, and and you know giving their names to the mailing list
2: and I like that phrase you mentioned jack they're saying we're not there yet yeah. sure of, of course like, yeah. yet so it could happen any any moment now All right, one day after North Korea claimed to have test-fired a new weapon, CNN is reporting U.S. intelligence doesn't believe the North successfully launched a fully operational new weapon. Instead, turns out Fathead just kicked a football into the air,
1: but it kicked it really, really high.
2: He's a big man.
1: I don't think he could get his... He's got the fat guy calves.
0: He couldn't get his foot
1: up high enough to kick a ball. The only advantage to being overweight is you get really muscular legs.
2: The U.S. just carrying around your torso? (laughs) Yes. Okay. The U.S. assessment is that North Korea tested components for an anti-tank weapon. An official telling the network that satellites and aircraft... In case they're invaded... Ground invasion. A ground invasion from the
0: United States with tanks. Any moment now. Seems fairly unlikely.
2: An official telling the network that satellites and aircraft did not detect any indication of a launch of any kind of short-range tactical weapon or ballistic missile. It's believed that the component testing is most likely meant to keep pressuring the U.S. after President Trump and North Korea and Kim Jong-un's summit fell apart in Hanoi earlier this year. Alright, taking a look at other things now. Oh, by the way, it is time for Positive Sean's one-Word Market Report. The market is closed. I don't understand. If, if our money is not working, why are we? we <laughs> uh, legislation for this, Nancy Pelosi. Get on it. There you go.
0: National holiday? Happy be for that.
2: One last note. Uber is introducing a new feature to remind users to make sure they get into the right car. The move coming several weeks after that South Carolina college student was killed when she mistakenly got into a car that she thought was her Uber Uber says they're now going to send a push notification to riders, reminding them to check the driver and the vehicle with the alert, including the driver's name, photo, license plate number, uh, well, and we vehicle all, make and model. We
0: all do that. That's how you figure out which car is yours, unless you're hammered, drunk in the middle of the
2: night. We're well, not going to. Uber saying they're, gonna, they're going to amp that uh, notification up so you will not miss it, unless you're hammered, drunk. At your news, I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm Getty. Show the conscience of the nation, which doesn't
0: make her the uh, the, the reason that that horrible story happened. But uh, yeah, just one of those awful things.
1: So uh, is I'm sorry. It just it reminds you to check those things yes. or requires. It? Well, yeah, no, and it, again, it, if you're drunk enough, it yeah. Just it's a push matters, notification
2: but. to say remember, remember. You
1: essentially um, will get a text message yeah. as it's popping up, being like, "Hey, right. just so
2: you know, this is the car
1: that you're right. looking for." Right, right. Do we know that she was hammered drunk? I know she was out.
0: I don't know that. I would assume, having uh, hung out in that very area of town at that time of night, there weren't very many people that weren't hammered drunk. Uh, it's a—that's what that whole little area is for. What of uh,
1: that town? Sounds it's like a Columbia, den, South Carolina den of iniquity. To me. It is a bit. It is a bit. It is a bit drinking in that town. Um, <laughs> you know, that'd be funny. You, you get your house remodeled and actually have a den of iniquity built. <laughs> and kind of, this is the library. This is the kitchen. This is the den of iniquity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that explains the chains.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> the, the wet bar. The What is that? Uh, acrobatic equipment? Yeah, in a way. Got another teacher
0: sexing up her students. You know, those stories pop up almost daily. I think it's worth revisiting the conversation of is there a difference between a male teacher and a female student or a female teacher and a male student yes. based on the way this woman was charged. Mm. Um, what she was charged with, among well, other things we've got for you today. Amazon with a new music listening service. Hi. What now? You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty
1: Show.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The conscience of the nation.
0: This was on Saturday Night Live a couple of years ago, and I think about it every time one of these teacher-student sex things comes up, when it's a male high school student and a female teacher. The the, the age matters. Of course. Yeah. Um, High school um, is one thing. Thirteen-year-olds is another. But, um, duh, what was I going to say? Oh, so this is Pete Davidson, um, long before he was Ariana Grande's fiancé. Uh, playing a high Soon school
1: to be ex-fiance.
0: Playing a high school kid on the stand in a courtroom testifying against his female teacher.
2: When your classmates became aware of your relationship with Ms. Luna, what happened at school? I just remember giving thousands of high fives. <laughs> Did the kids call you names?
1: Um yes, ma'am. Uh the man, uh luckiest guy ever, my hero, uh baller, little pimp, uh little baller. The one, uh, Goodyear Pimp, Fred Pimpstone, Ren and Pimpy, King of the Teachers, After School Special, Teachers' Petter, The Boy Who Lived, Gavin the Great, Magic the Gavening, Legend, Super Califragilistic, This be such a dope kid, and he who has sex with teachers. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's all I can remember. But th- those were the main
2: ones.
0: Wow. So the the point of that <laughs> skit being, and the reason people were laughing, and the reason it, there wasn't a national outcry about the jokes, was I think that most people think a high school boy having sex with a female teacher is not the worst thing that ever happened to him. Right. You, we we yeah. look at it just plain and simple. We look at it differently sure. than if it were a male teacher and a high school girl. Which is not to say it's acceptable.
1: But it's a different sort it's a, of
0: unacceptable. It's way different. Sure. I mean, I'm just thinking, I don't have any daughters. I do have sons. I think... Two if, daughters over here, boss. I think if I had a daughter in high school and I found that a male teacher was, in, in this case I'm about to talk to, given her booze and then having sex with her, you'd have to keep me from killing him or physically assaulting him, and I'd go directly to the police. <laughs> if, it's yes. a, if it's my son, I think I... I, I go to our house and say, hey, knock it off. This isn't cool. Right. I'm going to have to go to the authorities if you don't stop. Yeah. But that's about it, because it's a different thing, which is why people were laughing at those jokes. You couldn't do that Saturday Night Live sketch. No high with, with a girl on the stand making jokes about how cool it was to have sex with an adult male. Right. It's unthinkable. But unthinkable. Yeah. But our... But our, uh, our Legal statutes don't look at it that way. She so got this 41-year-old woman who had sex with a couple of different high school boys. Come
1: on, Forty-one? Come on, She's 41.
0: And they're both her daughters. She's got a couple of daughters who have boyfriends. She had sex with her daughter's boyfriends who are high schoolers. Are they sure they weren't making porn? <laughs> Those sound like that sort of thing. Wow. Is. And she was giving them booze. She'd provide them alcohol, and then she would sex them up. Um, But here's, here's what she's charged with. All right, what the prosecutor said. The crimes in this case committed by the defendant involved great cruelty and callousness, especially considering that the defendant took advantage of the position uh, to molest the boys, blah, 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 blah. Um, uh, get down to where she's... Uh, and charged with, uh, you know, horrifying crimes against youth and all this sort of stuff. And I just wonder why we... Uh, the, the, re- the only reason it bothers me is I think it lessens the impact of the other side of it. I think anytime you have one that's too much,
1: it lessens the other side. Yeah, kind of average them out in your head in yeah, a weird yeah, way. Yeah, that's or, the only or, reason or I society's care. society's asking you to. Well, and what's really interesting about this is that the the vast majority of people see it the way you're describing. and the, the, reaction, the jokes on Saturday Night Live? The reaction of the Saturday Night Live audience just makes that infinitely clear. But every time we bring this up, we have an angry and aggrieved very small minority who are really, really angry um and and say no there should be no double standard i just think there just is they're ignoring reality which is not to say i think it's cool no i wouldn't be happy that happened it's different levels of unacceptable for reasons i just feel so dumb even having to explain it well right there's a difference between innies and outies in a hundred different ways the defendant
0: was involved in great cruelty I doubt that the high school boys felt that way. Right. And I'm not a psychologist, but I doubt that they're going to need therapy when they're older to deal with this. Whereas with a woman, almost certainly you would.
1: I think, honestly, I think they might need a little therapy now. Because, and this is a hell of a discussion on Good Friday, my friends. How much do I share? Well, I'll tell you this. To go from a fully sexual relationship with an adult woman to dating girls in your class. And I'm talking about, you know, there are different levels of sexual awareness and, and, and sophistication and the rest of it, depending on where you live and who you're talking about. Although teen sex and pregnancy are way, way down, which yeah. is interesting. But anyway, to go from a fully sexual relationship with a grown woman to dating girls again, that would be really difficult for a young man, a boy, to process. That's that's not easy.
0: Sure. Um, I, I just, the only reason I even bring it up, I, I don't like the flattening of this whole sexual abuse thing, whether we call everything sexual assault.
1: Including kids who rode their bikes onto a college campus, and padded a young woman's bottom. So
0: unwanted kisses and rape get thrown into the same category of sexual, sexual assault. assault That's Jack. wrong. And I don't like the high school boy thrown in with the high school girl. Is it the same thing either? I just don't right. think it helps. I don't think it helps women. Right. Um, also, I was thinking about this occurred to me the other day. I knew a guy in high school who was having sex with a, a married woman. <clears throat> Do I think, and I haven't talked to him since high school, but do I think he felt like he was the object of whatever that said there great cruelty? Mm. He did not seem like it at the time, <laughs> as he was bragging about it. Well, he
1: was a child; he didn't know; he, he couldn't stand up for yeah, his own rights. Jack,
0: doubt looking back on it. He, Boy, a married woman. Yeah. Oh, dude. He was a bagger at the grocery store, and and he was one of those high school guys that at sixteen, jeez, at fourteen, he was a full he was he was his full height, had a mustache, right? Okay. You know, he was a grown man at fourteen. Right. Yeah. But uh, some, anyway. some uh, yeah. lonely married woman hit on him when he was a bag boy at the grocery store. Yikes.
1: Wow. <laughs> um, wow. Anyway, all the nights I spent dreaming of something like that. <laughs> anyway, anyway is right. Speaking of children. Uh, we have the, you remember tax day? That was four whole days ago. Seems like a year. Um, hey, good,
0: good question. I hate okay. to interrupt you. No, you just right. made a good we, transition. You have plenty of time. What if it's a male student and male teacher? I don't know. What are, what, what, what is that? Mm, that happens a fair amount. Yeah, that that does happen. And in, in, from what I understand, tell me if I'm wrong on the text line, is somewhat culturally acceptable in
1: the gay world, in the gay community? Yeah, yes. It's not uncommon. Oh. Text
0: line is 415-295-KFTC.
1: Right. Oh, gosh, I don't even want to get into that. And the I don't we really want remained. to either. That's a really thought-provoking question. It though. is. Yeah, and we thank you for asking it. Uh, it's also a how-you-say-minefield in the media, particularly given the uh, the length of time remaining in this fascinating segment.
0: Can we get more texts on this than I could read in a day? It's just, read a couple it's just, of them. It's just funny what what strikes a nerve with people. Well, with textures anyway, which are their own... Certain kind of person.
1: Bizarre and troubling subgroup, subculture. Uh, what do you got for us? Uh, a w-
0: number of women commenting on how just how cruel it was to her daughters. Yeah, don't don't have sex with your daughter's boyfriends. Oh, yeah. What does that just, what does that do to your daughter? There's the victim,
1: probably right. with the longest lasting problems. Well, yeah, that's an extra layer of this is this is a morally bankrupt awful human being. What's
0: that being? make you think of your
1: mom and and that uh, she's a slut? <laughs> That she's willing to uh, uh, indulge her sluttitude at, at the expense of her daughters. That is an amor. That's somebody with a serious problem. Or she she got to get her a head doctor when she gets out of jail.
0: Somebody texted tens of thousands of 18 and 19 year old boys are convicted of sex crimes every year with the something on their record for having sex with their junior and high school girlfriend.
1: That is not true in most jurisdictions it matters the age difference it shouldn't shouldn't happen because that's obviously Mm. yeah i think that's a myth um although it it, it's the danger of a, a poorly crafted law but i think most states have moved to take care of that
0: we got this text after that double standard point of view i say goodbye to you after 20 years is that right. trolling or did we actually lose a 20-year listener over that over this segment? It's got to be trolling. Got to be trolling. You think it's trolling Sean, you're better at that. You're young. Well, I mean, yeah.
1: listen, and and I would tell you this. If you're going to drop a never listen after 20 years bomb on us again, you know, I, I don't you don't have to do anything for me, but you might address the argument we made. Doesn't the reaction of everybody to that comedy sketch indicate that maybe we're not out on an island? But you do whatever you want to do, and God bless you.
0: And we got this text. Anyway,
1: 0-2. You know, it's funny, I've got a great Vin Scully style criticism of communism, Cuban style, coming up. Cool. On the way. What if it was a
0: transgender male student with a hermaphrodite transgender female student?